Welcome to the Speak In Flow podcast. Let's unleash your leadership voice. Listen in to the untold stories of high-performing leaders where they will reveal their golden takeaways to help you become fearless communicators and fast-track your career. Join us for the journey. Welcome to a Speak and Flow podcast episode, dear listeners. I am thrilled that you're here. I have a story to tell you what happened the other day. I was walking in my house barefoot on my soft carpet, and then, ouch, I stepped on something so sharp. It almost felt like a small piece of glass. It was so sharp. It sent a a stinging feeling into my feet and up my legs. And I fell to the floor because it hurt so much. Have you ever felt that when you accidentally stepped on something and it hurt so much, the stinging sensation that you fell to the floor? I get to tell you this because I want to share my experience and I also want to highlight how we can use the sense of touch in narratives so that you can share your personal experiences, share professional experiences, share experiences that will resonate with your audience and also um, bring them in to your speeches, your presentations and keep them engaged. So the reason why the sense of touch is so important in your narratives is because It is powerful and it's also underutilized. Not many people will use this technique in their stories, but yet it is so powerful. Think about it. Our skin is one of the biggest organs. It is the biggest organ. It spans our entire body and we use it to get to know the world around us. We use it to understand the world around us. My uh, bearded dragon is actually my daughter's bearded dragon. I love this. His name is Mushu, just like the, the bearded or the red dragon in Mulan. So we named him uh, Mushu because he's also a red bearded dragon. He's so cute. I never thought I'd love a reptile so much, but he's so cute. And so he will go around and use his tongue, he sticks this little tongue out to try to get a sense of the world around him. If he doesn't know what it is, he'll stick the tongue out to to try to figure it out, right? So that's what we do as humans. We'll touch something to try to figure something else out, to try to understand. And the three things that we want to learn, that we get to learn is as soon as we touch something, the nerve endings send a signal to the brain and it starts to question, what is the shape? What is the texture? And what is the temperature? So when you think about that way, you can always ask yourself, when I'm in the story, what do I want to describe? Do I want to describe the temperature, the temperature, the texture, or the shape? And you want to describe, well, first, you want to understand what the purpose of your story and what the story is trying to do, what is what is the reason for the story, so that you can therefore understand what details to include. And then from there, if the details um, matter or are important, then you include the sense of touch and and you include you can include really quickly in a easy simple way texture uh temperature or shape and include the ones that people are familiar with for example i grabbed the sponge so what texture is a sponge if you think about it ask yourself what is that texture it's a little it's rough 
it's not the, so you could describe when I grab the rough sponge or a cotton ball, what is the texture of a cotton ball? Soft. I grab the soft sponge or the soft cotton ball. And so resonate or think about different examples of uh, common feelings, common senses of touch that people can immediately get the sense of, immediately understand. When I stepped on the greedy sand, that people immediately can get that. So describing textures, the hot plate can immediately get the temperature of that. Or the, we talked about texture, we talked about temperature. And now we talk, we could talk about the shape, right? The shape of the hot plate, the round plate. So those are the three things that our brain wants to understand. And it's an opportunity for you to describe using the sense of touch, texture, uh, shape, and also uh, temperature. And then expanding that even more, think about if you want to highlight a character or the environment or an emotion, even a sense of touch can elicit emotion. Let's go with character first. I'm thinking about a, a beach, a surfer. How can we use a sense of touch to describe a surfer? As he was walking along the gritty beach, the sand on the gritty beach, he used his hand to comb through his long, silky hair. So you can start to see the character. And he took his surfboard and went out to the waves. So you can start to see the character. We're developing the character using this sense of touch. What about the sense of touch with emotion? How can we use the sense of touch to describe emotion? Let's say I want to describe a warm feeling, a warm, loving feeling. I think about hands. I think about when people are holding hands, the warmth of her hand. When he grabbed her hand, he felt a sense of warmth and immediately calmed his anxiety or nerves for the day. Her hand was like a lifeline, the warmth of her hand. So sense of touch with connection and emotion. And then finally, using the sense of touch to describe an environment. I did that briefly with the with the beach, the, the gritty sand, the surfer. What about the when you're in a forest and you want to describe walking along the, the soil or the ground? What does it feel like to walk on soil? Mushy? As I walked on the mushy soil? If you're running out of ideas on how to describe what that sense of touch, what you're feeling, go ahead and type it out into Google. Google ChatGPT will have lots of ways to describe what you're feeling, the sense of touch. Um, and, and then you'll spark ideas to be able to create a narrative to describe exactly how you're feeling, what you're felt, so that it also elicits the emotion, the visceral feeling within others, right? Describe it versus saying it. Describe what you felt using details, using uh, visceral words, kinesthetic words, 
um, mushy, stingy, uh, numbing, cold, hot. So we're going into temperature, right? Warm. And, and if you need some help, I've got a speaking sprint boot camp where you can practice how to use descriptive storytelling uh, and and flushing out ideas, flushing out ways to to talk about uh, what you're feeling, what you're smelling, what you're touching, and what you're seeing uh, in the speaking sprint. So I invite you to join us, uh, but continue to speak, continue to uh, describe your experiences and the details of it using descriptive storytelling, and that will bring in a multisensory effect within people because they it will conjure up different feelings, different visceral sensations um, and keep them engaged. And so that therefore it helps um, solidify your message. It also brings it back home. They cannot wait and they cannot stop listening. They cannot help but see things and hear things and feel things. And so that's super fun. It's so powerful. And so I encourage you to continue practice. Join me in the speaking sprints. And until next time, I'll see you on the other side. I'm your sister in flow. Take care.